The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Have you ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners in literally every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. And a special note of gratitude goes this week to our listeners around the world in Ghana, Australia, and the Netherlands, and in the states of New Jersey, Texas, and New Mexico. Welcome and thank you for your continuing support because you keep tuning in and listening. Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-rated show here on the Voice America Talk Radio Network, the oldest and most widely listened to online talk radio network. Thank you for listening and making this show success possible. For June through September, at the beginning of every show, I led you through three exercises to help stop the natural disasters that have been plaguing the earth. While helping Mother Earth to clear the negative energy, we were also clearing ourselves of fears and other negative harmful energies. The critical time for doing that is past. Those techniques, however, are still helpful for clearing yourself of negative energies. You can continue to do them by going to my website, paulajoyce.com, and listening to any of those on-demand shows. I'm replacing that beginning segment with a new one. Each week I'll share a different tip from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. This is important because when you are self-empowered, you are connected to your soul. As you learn to hear the still small voice within over the loud voices of others, you will begin to feel at peace. The ideas in my ebook will help you do this with more joy, ease, and grace. Your tip for this week is trusting information you receive. When you are having difficulty making a decision or understanding something, just before going to sleep, light 13 white candles and write on a piece of paper what you need to know. 
Your unconscious mind and the spiritual realm will work on the answers. When you wake up in the morning, you will have the information you need. Trust it and act on it. The more you use this technique, the stronger it will become. It's an exercise in learning to trust the guidance that you are receiving from your unconscious mind, your limitless higher self, and the spiritual realm. As you get more comfortable with following the advice you get, you will also see more signs and answers in your waking life. My workshop last weekend was on this very topic. The answers lie within. I was very grateful to have the opportunity to work with people who are learning to trust their limitless higher self, their soul. Not only is that your connection to your inner wisdom in the spiritual realm, it is also the source of your healing. My next workshop is titled Energy Healing, and it builds on this connection between our higher self and our physical being. I've chosen this topic because so many of us live in physical pain, and we don't have to. We also don't have to take over-the-counter or prescription meds to make it through the day. From headaches to arthritis to chronic back pain, I have removed the pain from my own body and have successfully helped my clients do the same. I have not taken any pain medication, even aspirin, in over 15 years. When we understand that emotions, thoughts, physical illness, and pain become bundled together, we can begin to truly heal. Emotions get stuck in our body, creating disease, dis-ease, and pain. We all have different places where we dump these unfelt emotions. In this hands-on workshop, you will experience several strategies to help you become pain-free, just decrease your pain and or feel relief in the moment. Some of the strategies that you will experience include my ultimate creative problem-solving process, crystals, new breathing techniques, channeling energy, color healing, meditation tools, crystal bowls, and sound therapy. We will meet at the Center for Spiritual Living in Dallas, Texas, Saturday, November 21, from 2 to 3.30. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of uplift your life, nourishment of the spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, Bill Phillips, who will talk with us about being a psychic medium and paying attention 
to messages from the other side. Last week, we had a wonderful show with our returning guest, Dr. James Garbarino, on Saving Violent Boys. He's always a pleasure to have on my show. His knowledge and insights combined with his kindness add to my professional and personal life. In particular, the new research on schizophrenics shows that the kind of messages they hear varies depending on which country they live in with violent messages being heard in the United States. Then he pointed out that it's easy for people to plan and execute mass shootings in schools because similar incidents in the past have provided a tutorial for them. One of our regular listeners had this to say about Dr. Garbarino's discussion of easy access to guns resulting in violence and death in the United States. Unbelievable. I'm listening to today's show. I know so many people who advocate guns as a solution to the violence. It's all upsetting me. And the innocent four-year-old who was just shot due to road rage. Senseless that people are allowed to have guns in their cars and in their homes. I wish people who believe that would, would listen to this interview. Yes, it can be discouraging, but fortunately, Dr. Garbarino also has some hopeful ideas on how we can help children who are headed toward a life of violence. Please go to my website, paulajoyce.com, and click on radio show at the top of the navigation to hear this show and any others that you may have missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have access to them to fit your schedule. Last week, a synchronicity occurred in connection with that show, which often happens to me. This time it related to a new client who came in concerned about the one-and-a-half-year-old son of a family member. As she described the situation, I couldn't help but notice that she was talking about Dr. Garbarino's lost boys. The child's mother was starving the family pets, physically and emotionally abusing her son, and putting him in life-threatening situations while the father passively passively watched. The boy was already exhibiting violent behavior, including hitting another child over the head with a truck in daycare. The more my client talked about the mother's family history of abuse, the more alarmed I became for the well-being of this child. Although I believe in helping people see their options, I took a very strong stance with my client. I gave her the phone number to report the child abuse and told her that this boy, if he survived childhood, was headed toward a life of harm to himself and or others. His only hope was to be removed from the home. The longer the abuse continued, the less chance there was of helping him. No one takes the prospect of removing a child from his parents lightly, but the alternative was unacceptable. Even the mother was even if the mother was willing to get help, which she repeatedly refused to do. It would take years for her to be able to provide a healthy environment for her son. 
Hopefully, Child Protective Services will take appropriate action. I told my client that she could ask to be a foster parent if she wanted to help out in that way. The timing of her appointment coming right after this show was a sign to me that she had been guided to me so that she could receive the advice she needed to help this child. That awareness gave me hope for this little boy. It's interesting that my question for the day last week was, how can you help boys who exhibit violent behavior? And here I was just a day later helping a boy who is exhibiting violent behavior. My silver lining story this week has two parts to it. It's about the client who I discussed last week in my silver lining story. He told me that he especially appreciated that I said that there would be more silver linings to come because that gave him the impetus to look for more silver linings. It showed up when a new boss became abusive. He was trying to decide where to, whether to report it to human services when he heard a voice in his head cautioning, cautioning him not to do so. He had just started a practice of meditating twice a day, which was really helping him in his healing from childhood abuse. During his meditation, he realized that the voice of fear was trying to block his progress. He chose to report the incident rather than remaining silent, and he used EFT, emotional freedom techniques, that he learned from a previous show to release his fear. His silver linings were learning to manage his fear and to distinguish fear from illusion, thereby bringing himself into present time. Most of us let our early experiences rule our emotions in current situations. We react rather than respond. My client was able to be fully in the present moment, realizing that he was not the scared little child who had to keep the secret that his mother was beating him every night. He did not need to protect his boss or fear being punished for telling the truth. By standing up for himself in an appropriate way and telling the truth, he struck a blow against fear. And each time he does so, it gets easier to do it again. And each time he breathes a little easier and experiences a little more freedom, healing, and self-empowerment. The second part of the story is really a silver lining for both of us. He had a dream which helped him understand the reason for his current life circumstance. And at the same time, gave me the gift of confirming that I was making a difference on seen and unseen levels. The dream told him that he had spent many years trapped in abuse, including this lifetime. Then I appeared in his dream as a female version of Yoda in a beautiful garden. I held out my hand and offered to guide him out of his current situation. He took my hand and we walked out together. He could have chosen to be angry about having had many lifetimes of abuse. It's an indication of his growth and healing that instead he chose to be grateful that he's finally getting out. 
And I liked that we walked out together because healing really is a relationship, a partnership. No one can heal another person. We can offer guidance, insight, support, but people only heal when they choose to do so. And they work with their higher self and through their higher self. The journey to trust another person enough to heal when you have been abused is challenging and not everyone is willing to do it. It's a blessing to have clients like this man who are so committed to their own healing. A couple of years ago, I was with a teenager whose mother had recently passed away. I had been friends with the family for years and had been present during her illness. I was surprised, however, to hear myself tell him that I had a message from his mother. This was not common for me, but I knew with absolute certainty that she was using me to give a blessing to her son. It was the Jewish New Year, and although she had not been religious when alive, it was clear that she wanted to support her son in a way that would respect his beliefs. Not wanting to freak him out, I just said, said, I have something to tell you, and I want you to suspend what you think you know about life and death, and just trust that what I'm telling you is coming directly from your mother. I held his hands to strengthen my connection with his mother and just began speaking her words. I have gotten short messages previously from deceased parents to their uh, adult children, but I had never before had an experience like this one. I ended by giving him a hug from his mother. It was a profound blessing to be able to deliver that message and that hug. This kind of experience, however, is not unusual for our guest today. Bill Phillips is a psychic medium who helps those on the other side communicate with their loved ones on earth. He helps people find peace, healing, and hope through messages from deceased loved ones and as the author of Expect the Unexpected. Bill has appeared on the Dr. Phil Show, has a year-long waiting list for personal readings, and regularly appears in 1,500-seat venues around the country. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. While listening to the commercials, click on the link to read about and register for my workshop, energy healing then click on store to purchase my ebook 33 tips for self-empowerment then go to calendar of events to see your question for today stay tuned we'll be right back for an exciting and enlightening discussion with bill phillips to talk about being a psychic medium The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. Time for a fresh perspective. 
From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the life doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, and I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show when you choose to advertise with me you reach a lot of people if this interests you or if you have a question for bill phillips please call 1-866-472-5795 i value you and what you have to say so please let us know what's on your mind and heart I hope you wrote down times when you thought that a deceased loved one may have been trying to communicate with you. And we're here with Bill Phillips to talk with us about being a psychic medium. Bill, welcome. It's a true pleasure to have you on the show and a blessing. You do such incredibly beautiful and meaningful work. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. Thank you. And I was hoping that because you are very open about your personal story and it helps people to connect with you, I believe, when, as you know, because you tell your personal story, would you please um, begin with that and how this all came about for you? Absolutely. And I, I always um, preface this by saying that um, It's typical for a healer or a psychic or a medium or an intuitive to go through some kind of trauma in their life that kind of opens the door to the other world. And for me, that began at a very young age. I was, um, you know, I went through a really horrific childhood, and um, I was kidnapped when I was six and taken across the country. But it wasn't until my mother passed away when I was 14 a few weeks shy of my 15th birthday, that my whole world was sort of changed and I had that awakening. 
um, she, we had lived, lived on the opposite coast, and I was able to see her um, the same day that she passed, and she died very tragically of um, pancreatic cancer caused by her addiction. Um, and I was devastated, but two nights later, she actually came to me in the middle of the night, and um, she basically just wanted to assure me that I was going to be okay. And from that point on, I was just fascinated with, with death on the other side. And, you know, I was still a teenager, so I still had my doubts, and it wasn't until I was about 18 that I was sort of put to the test and um, thankfully, I, I was because it, it really showed me that I had this ability, um, but it wasn't what I had seen on television. Because at that time, I think the movie The Sixth Sense had just come out, and that was a very dramatic portrayal of you know um, how this particular individual saw spirit. But for me, it was much more subtle and um, just much more gentle, and when I trusted that gentleness to how they communicated with me through my thoughts and my feelings, my whole world around me changed, and I was able to practice and basically hone it for people and to help them make their connections with, with their loved ones. Um, yes, and I think that what you're saying about so many of us who um, do have, are able to communicate with the spiritual realm, have had uh, trauma in our childhood, and it, it, you said it opens a door. I think sometimes it's the only place we have to turn to where we can get love and support that we can count on. And it, somehow in our childhood naivete, we, we do believe that's possible and, um, and make that connection. Right. And I feel like for a lot of people, it's, you know, um, it was much older in their lives. I was so, to be so young and to have that experience was just mind-blowing, and it took me a lot of time to really um, have trust in it and to have confidence in myself because of my upbringing and my, my um, you know, my grandmother's religious belief system, and that was instilled into me. So I had a lot sort of going against the grain that I had to basically undo to really become one with spirit. Well, and I actually would turn that around and say, you, you may feel like it took you a long time, but for a lot of us, it takes a whole lot longer. So <laughs> that I is think- true. That is true. And I'm very grateful that I listened and that I kept, you know, that just that trust building with them because that was for me, my guiding light from the very beginning. And um, so when I was 18, you know, I was um, practicing for people, and, and then the word was spreading. But, um, you know, my, 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 my first gift and my first love was singing. And so when I was in high school, I was in choir, and I, was, I had the opportunity to have um, taken voice lessons with a teacher that gave me free voice lessons because she saw my potential. And so I eventually auditioned for a prestigious music conservatory in San Francisco, and I got in. So I went to the to the conservatory, and when I was there, I was still being basically bombarded by um, by spirit and by people that needed this type of service done. And so I was um, really on the sense of you know I have you know I'm I'm in school for this purpose, but I'm also I have this gift that's developing. What do I do? Um, so for 
so there was a, a period of time that I, I did, you know, kind of close shop, but it, it didn't, didn't last very long, though. And then, and then um, I realized that people were hearing about it through, you know, through faculty and through, and through students. And so I felt like it was a sign for me to just not to fear it anymore and just to kind of come out with it and let people know. It took me a couple of years. It actually took me graduating from school to really be fully public with it. And I'm so happy that I did because I, I, I realized that I was basically following the right path. And I'm a firm believer in the, in the path of least resistance. And my, my music study was going, was, was very you know, difficult in a sense where I was always getting sick and I just wasn't very happy there. And so I, I felt that even though music was also very deeply spiritual, what I was able to provide for people um, with my ability was was much more significant and um, and for me I felt more elevated and more of a connection doing so. How beautiful and give us although people could call in if they would like to have you connect them with um, someone on the other side. I know also that you have a lot of stories of um, from, I, I, I would imagine, hundreds of people who you've worked with. Are there some that stand out in particular that you can share with us? Well, that's, one, that's another reason why I wrote the book was to share those stories. And for me, you know, when I, when I um, give the reading, when I'm channeling, I only um, experience so much of what's going on because I'm in a different sort of state of, of consciousness. But um, it was really amazing when I wrote the book and just to see all the support pouring in from people all around the world that wanted to share their stories with me. And, and I had forgotten most of these stories. Um, but it was so amazing to, to see how when they left the reading, how things continued to unfold and how, and how these um, revelations and validations still started to present themselves in their lives that were, that were for many, life-changing. So um, I'm trying to think right now. One, one story that comes to mind that I really love is a woman had come to one of my audience events um, and she was a, a huge skeptic, and actually her husband was an atheist and was also a huge skeptic. In fact, I think he actually uh, was the leader of a, of a skeptical society. Um, and so she couldn't wrap her head around it, and she wanted to know without a doubt that I did not know who she was. So she, she booked a session with me, and she gave a fake name, a fake contact, you know, all, she used a, a money order to pay for the service with, and um, when she came in, I, I, did, I gave her the reading, and um, her husband and her son came through with, you know, just a lot of very specific information that she couldn't um, by any way negate, and um, it really um, blew her mind, and she, she's also a very, no, a very well-known writer, and most of her books were um, fictional, and they were romance novels. But after that experience with me, um, she actually has written a book about her own experience with this and about God, and she dedicated a chapter to me. And so that was beautiful. But in, in, her, in her reading, what was so profound was that these two men that were both very um, 
you know, analytical, atheist-minded, skeptical, they were coming through for her from the other side, letting her know that their view of this had changed and that they were helping her basically understand that there was more out there than just what she was living in her everyday life. And for her, it was just so healing and cathartic for her to be able to continue on without, you know, the loves of her life and um, and do so knowing that there was a heaven or there was something else to look forward to besides where, you know, besides the physical world. So that, that's a story. There's a story in there of someone that um, had, a, had a large number of, of miscarriages. I, I think it was like 16 or something or around that number. And she came in to see me for a reading with her family, and um, this father had come through, and he had said, um, congratulations on the baby girl, and nobody knew what I was talking about, and she said, well, I, I'm not pregnant. I, I can't have kids. I've miscarried 16 times, and um, then she came to see me two months later at an event that I was doing, and she pulled me aside, and she said, I wanted you to know that when I had seen you, um, you know, I went to the doctor, guess what, I'm pregnant, and it is a girl, and the doctor had concluded that I was actually one day pregnant when I came in to see you for that reading. Uh, She was still very, very, you know, um, just anxious about it, fearful about it, but the message to her that was coming through was that she had the opportunity to bring this child back that she had lost and that she was going to do so successfully, not not to doubt it, not to put fear into it, just to trust this process. And she is now the proud parent of a very healthy baby girl. Um, so, you know, expect the unexpected, I, I felt was just a great um, way of, of expressing my work because I'm never sure what's going to happen when I open myself to do this for people. Um, and the, the validations don't always happen immediately. Sometimes they take time to manifest, like this woman, for example. And um, so I, I learned throughout that process just to sort of, like, release control and let whatever came through, you know, come through to help the people, even if, even if it wasn't for them directly. It could have been for a friend of theirs or for somebody else in the family. But... I had to trust that it was coming through for their highest good and that it was the spirits were orchestrating these events to happen to get their message across to who they wanted to hear from. So it was a crazy ride, and I'm so grateful that I get to do this for people. But, um, the, you know, every every reading has, it has a unique story to it, and I'm just so grateful that I can help people in this way. I think it's beautiful. And I also, you have your own story of how your mother helped you through your father, who had also yes. been an addict. That's correct. And that's just, uh, I was just kind of scratching the surface with that story. But, you know, she did tell me that, that, that she was okay and that she was going to help me be okay. And I didn't quite know what that meant, um, but my father, who had also struggled with his own addictions um, for a long time, had very shortly afterwards began his recovery as well, and he had and he is actually sober to this day. So he's a living testament as well to um, to, to how you know, or, or to her rather, um, and she kept she kept true to her promise, and I feel like for her. 
she was more help to me in spirit. Um, she she knew that she would be able to help me more there than when she was here. She was just very lost in her addiction. So it really is um, a beautiful, you know, um, story that has a, a happy ending, really, in the sense that she was able to help me and I basically let, let go of that past and let myself, um, you know, be who I am and be empowered by spirit and just go in a completely different direction. So it has that element to it as well. And it also has the element of you don't have to go see a medium to connect with your loved ones. They're always hearing you. I have people ask me all the time, if I tell them this right now, will they hear me? And I say, well, they're listening right now and always. You don't have to have me present for them to hear you. Um, and so I, throughout my 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 stories and just throughout the book, um, it really does give a lot of examples of how they are able to communicate with us um, in their in their own way and through their own language. And it may not be that they appear, you know, next to your bed in full form. That rarely happens. It may be that they, you know, that they loved um, music and that they were a fond fan of Bette Midler, and so they're assigned to you that they send you a Bette Midler song whenever you're feeling down or whenever you need to, to know that they're around. Or for some people, it may be that they leave pennies from heaven. For me particularly, my, my sign from my mother has always been a white butterfly, and it is still to this day. And I, I know that that's her way of just letting me know that, you know, um, I'm doing good work and that she's right there next to me supporting me and and it's very uncanny how it, how it actually um, appears, but it's always there. And so when we learn to, tr- to tune into that other world and just trust how they want to communicate, because they're, they're basically, you know, just energy. They don't have a body anymore. It really does help understand how this process works and how this communication works, and that you don't have to always go see someone to have that. You may be able to have your own validation just on your own by being open and being present. And and that's one of the things, and um, we're going to go to break in, in just a minute, but it's one of the things that um, I, I love about your book and, and your approach is helping people to open up to the signs that they're receiving. So just to add to what you're saying, and then I'd like to continue this conversation after the break, but I have one client who's because of personal experiences with his brother, when his brother wants to communicate with him, a frog appears. And every time my client sees a frog, he knows that his brother is there and talking to him. For me, um, it's uh, my mother, it's a blue jay. Um, And so when we really begin to pay attention to different signs, we know that not only can we communicate with them, but they can communicate with us as well, that they're there watching over us, loving us, and helping to um, our lives to be the best they can be. So I'm so grateful to have you on the show, Bill, and we're um, 
going to come back and continue this. Right now, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, click on the link to sign up for my newsletter. You'll receive the free chapter on my ultimate creative problem solving from my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and barriers to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, and getting what you truly want in life. You will also get advance notice about every show episode and the on-demand shows. Now in your paper, write down what you're going to do to pay closer attention to signs and messages from your deceased loved ones. Stay tuned. We'll be right back to continue this wonderful discussion with Bill Phillips. Be the change. The Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life. I hope that you wrote down what you're going to do to pay closer attention to signs and messages from your deceased loved ones. And we're here to talk more about this with Bill Phillips, who also can be reached online at BillPhillips.com. B-I-L-L-P-H-I-L-I-P-P-S.com. Bill, thank you again for being with us and for the very enlightening and important discussion. Um, Can you talk with us a little bit more about this idea of 
looking for signs or paying attention and trying to believe as opposed to assuming that we're making it up. Yes, that's such a good point. And um, when I when I first was learning about this for myself, I was I had uh, so much confusion because I, I I thought, well, this is not how I have seen it, you know, in portrayed in, in pop culture or television. And for me, um, there was a point when I thought, oh gosh, is this is this my own thought or is this their thought? It was a really fine line. Um, so. That's why for me, and for anyone who is, who is looking to gain more clarity or a stronger connection, they need to be very <clears throat> present and aware. And the only way to accomplish that is through meditation and through prayer. And you, you will probably read this in any book on any kind of medium or psychic, is that they were, everyone is, the, the key to this is to be present, and the only way to really accomplish that is, is through meditation and clearing of the the um, thoughts from the left brain, the ego mind, basically. So for me, um, I know that my um, I can tell which thoughts now basically are my thoughts or which thoughts are those coming in from the other side. And I realize that the, that the thoughts from the other side and from spirit are basically um, random, and they are uh, fleeting. They come in kind of, you know, sporadically, and there's, there's no chain or no story attached to them. They're just sort of, um, you know, coming in randomly. And so that's why it's, it's, I always say it's like playing a game of charades with spirit because they're just throwing information at me because I don't know what it means. I'm just the messenger for it. But for anyone, though, you know, I've... Um, I know that a lot of people will have um, many ways of, of, of having this connection with their own loved ones. Like, I've, I've heard stories before of people, um, you know, hearing their, their dad's laugh in their, in, their, in their mind, and they would say to me, oh, but, you know, that's just a memory of, you know, of my dad's laugh. And I thought, no, actually, that's not. That is your father trying to say hello to you and that he's in a good space, and the, the spirits and the spirit world, they like to use our vocabulary, basically. They like to use what we already have embedded into our, into our consciousness. So for that person, her father knew that, that the laugh that was in her mind would make her feel, you know, um, validated and would make her feel loved and that her father was around. And for other people, it may be the smell of perfume or something. So for someone else, it was... You know, I could smell her perfume, my mom's perfume, but, but, you know, I don't have her perfume, though. And I would say, well, that is her way of getting your attention because it's the memory of the smell of the perfume that's just so strong, but they still know that that's a way to get your attention. Um, and so there is a myriad of ways that that spirit will communicate with you. And I really am just a firm believer that if you ask, you shall receive. And part of that process is slowing yourself down enough to not be so, you know, wrapped into the everyday world around you to be aware of it. Because they, they really do put it right in front of you, but if you're too busy or if you have too much going on, you're not going to be able to recognize it in the moment. Um, you know, we, we are a very fast-paced society. We have drive through Starbucks and everything at our fingertips. So we're, we're, we're trained now to be 
um, sort of in the mix with all of it. Um, but if we go back to how we were supposed to be in our natural state and be really just in the moment, that's when that magic happens with, with spirit. And uh, and also for me, sometimes it's a visual cue, like um, something that my aunt gave me and that I never really use or look at and suddenly my eye falls on it. And I could yeah. think, oh, it doesn't mean anything. But to me, that's her saying, I'm here, I love you. Exactly. Absolutely. And um, for... For me as well, another sign from my mom is um, the the song California Dreaming. Um, when when she was in high school, this is this is one of our last conversations that we had, that um, she sang that song when she was a sophomore in high school, and then she you know she passed away a few months later. And when I began my sophomore year of high school, um, that was a song that my choir director had picked, unbeknownst that, you know, that I had lost my mom in, that, in this whole story. And so now, whenever I hear that song, it's always very random. And that song is not very common to be heard um, on, you know, this with, uh, it's, it's, it's a very old song. So um, I hear it, I hear it all the time and just in really unusual ways. And I also know that that, that is her way of telling that she's around me. So, um, besides feeling her and um, also hearing her as well, there's other ways that we can find um, that peace and just knowing that they're that they're in a, that they're in a better place. And for every person, it's going to be different. Like you said, it might be a visual cue, it might be an auditory thing, it might be feeling the chills. Like it could. I mean, it really just depends on the person that is asking for the connection because we're we're all wired differently. Um, and, and we have a caller. I just wanted to add before we take the call that, as you said, we can ask for um, uh, signs to appear in a certain way so that we can be sure to recognize them. Um, so we have, we have some power in addition to paying attention. So this is wonderful, and I'd like to hear from our caller now. Hello. Hello. It's Paula. It's Miriam. Hi, Miriam. Um, please, what's your question, Miriam? Well, I have a, a question about my father, who died when I was not quite 10 years old, about three months short of 10. And I feel like I've tried for many years, maybe even as a child, but certainly once I began to study spirituality and uh, connected with the woman that I wrote a biography about, especially then, uh, and I've never been able to feel that he was there. And, and, I, and I want to add, we just have a minute. We're almost at, at the end of our time for oh. this segment. So, Bill, can you um, help her with this? Yes, you know, I've, I've, I've heard that quite a bit from clients that, you know, I really just wanted to feel them there. But the thing is, their energy, um, you know, when you cross over, I'm sure you know this already, but you're, you know, you're at a higher level of frequency. So um, to actually feel their energy, it, it may be a little bit complicated in that sense, but if you were to ask for a different way for them to show themselves or present themselves to you, 
they will for sure do it. So I'm, you know, I don't feel like he's reincarnated. So that that's checked off the list. He's still there. So it's just a matter of finding um, the right channel to to feel mm-hmm. that connection. So you might want to try a different. Um, you know, a, a different theme or a different modality and or just try something different to make that connection happen. Um, like, I don't know why, but I feel like a, vibra- like a ringing in the ears for some reason going to be a, a way or something to do with, like, the ringing or the ear or, the vi- or vibration will be, a, will be a strong way that he'll make his presence known to you. Mm-hmm. So, and, then, and, then, and then there's a way to communicate once I notice it. Yes, and th- this could just be that you're the one communicating to him and then waiting to hear back in, in your own way of hearing back. This is a really a matter for stepping out of yourself because the thing is you, you have a very strong connection to him. So um, just it's almost the reason why mediums can't really read for themselves because we get too evo- uh, involved emotionally, so we have to detach from it. So you sort of have to come into it um, like as as if you're a stranger, kind of as if you were to feel out spirit for somebody else, and then see where that takes you, um, because it's there because there is an emotional connection to it. Okay. Thank you, thank you so you're much, Miriam, for calling. Okay. I truly appreciate it, and um, we have to close now. So I just want to. I hope you got um, a full enough answer. I think. Bill, that was very enlightening for all of us and truly appreciate your time and your knowledge and wisdom Thank and your gift and sharing it with us. Thank you. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a beautiful day. You too. God bless. Thanks. Um, And I'd like to thank my audience for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please click on the link to like us on Facebook. Then click on the link to my resources page and to my store to purchase Bill Phillips' book and mine. And then learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, energy, healing, past life regressions, or to sponsor one of my workshops, such as Overcoming Abuse, Energy Healing, Home Awakening. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. Literally thousands of angels and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process connects your mind, heart, and spirit, resulting in faster progress and profound healing. Click on the link to register for my workshop, Energy Healing, and go to the calendar of events and press click here to send me an email with your comments and questions. My Meetup group, Ultimate Creative Problem Solving Process, will convene this Wednesday, 1130 to 1. Next Thursday, please join us when Robert Moss will talk with us about signs, symbols, and synchronicity. In the meantime, if you have a difficulty in your own life and inspirational story to share, leave a phone message at 214-736-4460 
or send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. I want to hear from you. This is Dr. Paula, your CM or chosen mom as designated by Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Until then, have a positive week. Oh, 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 oh